Support Black Podcast. Coming to you out of Homestead, Florida, it's the Everything Podcast. Officially the most non-politically correct show of the politically correct era. This show is so non-PC that I can't say anything else about the show on this ad except that this show has everything. So if you like a little bit about anything and a lot about some things, then you need to get involved with the Everything Podcast. Available anywhere you find podcasts. Remember, support Black Podcast. up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation. You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk! I'm Johnny Destructo. And I am the Bat Tribble. Oh, damn it. I always forget my tri- I'm always like, uh, I'm the Thwip Tribble. That's fine, JT. I always forget my... But you didn't do your little kiss. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. This is Len, <laughs> a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. Waka chinka. Uh, so, thank you for joining us on this episode of Gutter Talk. We uh, generally... I guess we just oh, sort of meander. You know what? On air, because this didn't happen on air this time, oh. on air, and since there's nobody here in the beautiful halls of Justice. Halls of Justice that we call the Johnny Destructo's Hero, Hero Complex. Complex. There we go. Here in Maniunk on Main Street, come and buy some comics. Um, because trust me, there will be people here soon. But while there's nobody here, Yes. On air, in front of everybody in our listening audience, I would like my propers <laughs> oh. for being a BMOC, big hey, man, man. In, on the complex last That's week. Nice. When someone came in looking for Stanley material. Oh, yes. And yes. you were preparing to just sell them any old thing. That is not the case. <laughs> I never sell anybody any old thing. You get curated stuff here at the shop i curate specifically to your desires um but you did you did point out something i was missing so someone had came in and they said i don't know my kid likes fucking stanley he's dead give me something no her boyfriend so, her boy what did i say son you said a kid uh, i don't know what they're up to so um so yeah she wanted something for a boyfriend or bf and uh oh well we had marvelocity which is the marvel comics art of alex ross mm-hmm. but if you're a stanley fan that generally means you enjoy all of these Stanley creations or right. co-creations, we should say. Right. So I think that was an appropriate that gift. Was. And it, it was. was like, it's giftable. It's like a nice big hardcover. It's it's wrapped. It's got a dust yeah, cover. It's, it's, it's substantial. Gifty. Right, yeah. right. Um, but I forgot that I had on, on hand here, uh, it was the Fantastic Four Omnibus. Mm, hardback. The original 30-odd issues of, of Stanley's uh, Fantastic Four. And when you pulled that out, I went, ugh. Ding, ding, ding. There it is. That's the one. Totally forgot I even had it here. Yes. So yes. thank you. I don't know how to, I don't, I don't know how one goes about issuing said propers. I don't know if it, do I have to get a platter and like put the, like arrange the propers? Uh, I've been propped. Okay. You've been propped. Okay. <laughs> we got an email. We do have an email. 
I guess we could read that. <laughs> I mean, we usually go through the emails first. Oh, well, fine. They look that? forward to that. I, a certain someone seems yeah. to get perturbed Just, when we don't go there. Uh, all right. I want. I don't want to name any names, but I will say that Christopher Goodnight emailed us today. Did he really? He did. It's called Danny Thomas was into Cleveland Steamers. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're in for a good email when it's got Steve Lynn Cleamers. Steve Lynn Cleamers. <laughs> that's my new punk you band. Really? The Steve Lynn Cleamers. Um, first of the home... For, I guess he means first off. First off, the home dad abroad can suck my big, fat, hairy toe. You thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? It's not my fault you can't remember the previous episode and then from that gleam the context from what I say. <sighs> I'm glad you two enjoyed The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I binged it as soon as it came out last year and voted for the pilot almost a year before that when it was previewed during pilot season. Mm -hmm. Season two uploads the 5th of this upcoming December and you can bet I'll have it watched before the night is over. Uh -huh. Ah, uh, to have such time on my hand. The GameStop mystery boxes have exclusive Funko Pops in them. Mm. Five different Pops with two different versions of each character, a regular and a chase. This year, they were all Disney afternoon characters. As I grew up with the Disney afternoon shows, I have been collecting these Funko Pop sets. As far as Friendsgiving goes... I'd have to have friends before I could bring my friends and family together, and I sure as heck wouldn't subject them to my family. I've been to Friendsgiving before, back when I had a vehicle and attended church or Bible study regularly, and if I couldn't get my regular Thanksgiving food during Friendsgiving, then I'd have to pass. Mashed potatoes, I can have every day, but I need my dumplings, dressing, stuffing, and turkey. Regarding Len watching The Last Dragon every day for 90 days, when the pilot for the CW's Flash leaked online, I watched it and made the decision to watch the pilot every day till season finally started. I lost track of how many times I sat through it. I love the CW's DC shows and watch them every week. This season of Arrow has been interesting. They are doing a flash-forward plot line where you see things in the future, and it's fun, but they don't visit that enough. These seasons, this season's crossover is going to be so dope with Elseworlds. We've seen a few trailers so far. The most recent one gave us a glimpse of Batwoman. As far as Christmas movies I watch every year, I had to pause White Christmas so I could listen to the newest Gutter Talk. It's one of my most favorite Christmas movies. Once again, Home Dad Abroad can go suck it. Well, hold on. Home Dud abroad. Ah, I stand corrected. <laughs> Sincerely, Chris Saint Saucy. Saint Saucy. Good, Good night. night. Thank you, Chris. Uh, appreciate it. Good email. Um, so yeah, he did that twice. Home Dud abroad. Yeah. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. I can't wait. Uh, I I'd seen it on my Twitter feed and I shared it from the Marvelous Miss Maisel like Twitter account. And I was mm -hmm. like, yes. And then they liked it. Uh, great. Good for me. Who gives a shit? Uh, but I'm very excited to see the season two. But did you say it on air last week that you don't even care if like I wouldn't care. Right. Season one is so good. Yeah. And kind of ends at a point where even if it doesn't continue, you kind of get yeah. your uh It's a full meal. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But, um, but that being said, I'm looking forward to season two. Season two. I'm not going to binge it on the fifth. Mm. I'm probably not even going to watch it before Christmas. Mm. I'm going to take some time. And and then I'll revisit it. There's a couple of other things that I have to do and, you know, places I have to go, people I have to see. I don't have time to binge anything. Yeah. Like the most I'll get through, and this is if I stay up till 2 or 3 a.m., is three episodes. Yeah. That's about as far as I can get. I don't know if that counts as a full binge, as like I binged it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I will sit. Sometimes if I'm just, it's like, you know, 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. And then the episode ends on such a cliffhanger that I'm like, just, right. next. Um, but I generally don't go to sleep till 2 a.m. these days any, anymore anyway, just because our days are so full that I think we overcompensate at the end of the day of like, we're going to, we're going to relax real fucking hard. Yes, we're going right. to relax so hard that we're going to stay up late to relax further and then be tired the next day. <laughs> that's how, that's usually how it works. I'm not a good, I don't have a lot of time for binging either. However, I will say that as I've been doing a lot of work at home, the one thing I have been able to binge on, and I guess this counts on as, the, as a binge because it's been on and I haven't turned and I hadn't seen them before, was uh, catching up on BoJack Horseman. Yeah. On Netflix. Okay. And while that is definitely a dark show, it is still very surprisingly very funny mm-hmm. and very touching. I, um, I always equate it's weird. Uh, it's, it, well, it's not weird. That when, when my dad passed, I saw... Oh, God, now I'm drawing a blank on the movie. Um, Give me a hint. Uh, Ewan McGregor. It's big... Um, big Fish? Big Fish. That's what it was. It was Big Fish. Is that Tim Burton? Yes. Okay. I wasn't f- sure if he directed it. Then this is I, definitely the last Tim Burton movie that I, that I enjoyed. Um... But it wasn't long either before or after my father passed that I saw Big Fish. Yeah. And that was a good movie. It was a very good movie. But because of what that story is about the guy and his relationship with his father, um, mm-hmm. that movie hit me hard. Yeah. Like a motherfucker, man. I remember I was in the movie theaters and I was bawling like a fucking baby. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that movie is definitely have a has a special place with me and i i own it on blu-ray but i've never seen it again oh, and i'll never watch it, it again yeah, i never I watch it, it again yeah. and i've dealt pretty well with you know people some people may or may not know that my mother passed um a little over a month ago um i've done pretty well with dealing with that very pretty pretty good mm-hmm. actually especially kind of like trying to be there for my two sisters but there was an episode of BoJack Horseman that dealt with him. It dealt with, ostensibly, with him dealing with his mother. But through flashbacks, you saw his mother's life. And uh, I think this was like in season four. And man, I was in my living room. Oh. And I wasn't, but you know what? I wasn't, I definitely cried a little bit, but yeah. I was more just. Very mournful. Yeah? Yeah. I have parental uh, 
issues as well. So when I'm watching certain things, something will hit me a little harder than it may otherwise have. Um, like, you know, my father abandoned me when I was like one. He like went off and had a new family and all that sort of stuff. Um, not just me, my whole family, like yeah. my mom and my brother and my sister. Yeah, we're all, we were all in the wind. Um, and so I kind of usually I'm like, man, he's stupid anyway. Fuck that guy. I don't need him. But uh, it comes out when I see dads and 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 sons in movies have like usually usually I'm a sucker for basically any strong character who shows emotion eventually when mm. you break through the strong character and all of a sudden you're like I love you son you know my my dad never loved me and I love you son I'm like oh he loves his son right that usually hits me um but um as far as BoJack Horseman is concerned I've tried it and it hasn't spoken to me. Like I'm like I watch it and I go, oh that's funny, oh that was a good joke, oh that's touching. But like it never gets inside and makes me either laugh or be emotional. Right. And it may be because I've only watched three episodes, the first three. You know, I mean, I didn't give I didn't give it the full binge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so you recommend it? I would. It's a very good show. It's um, a very, very touching. It's very funny. It's very touching. It's very thoughtful. It's uh, provocative, it's daring, um, it's different, it's uh, audacious, it's, um, it's a really, really good piece of show. Okay, show. cool. You know, I think it's just that like, I don't like him yet. And generally, in order to get fully em emotional about a show, I need to eventually like the main character. Oh, well, you'll never like BoJack. Yeah. Or somebody. Or somebody in there. You'll like... There, a, there are people in there you'll like. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. I'll, I'm, eventually, maybe I'll try it again. I felt the same way about another show that all of my friends loved, and that was... It was like a Johnny Quest kind of rip... Venture Brothers. You don't like Venture Brothers? Here's the thing. Here's my, here's my review of Venture Brothers. Okay. That is a really good half-hour, 15-minute show. It's really good 15 minutes in a half hour show. No. Like, cause I'm, you know, back when, when it came out, uh, I was enjoying things like um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force and The Brack Show. And generally, a lot of those adult swim shows were 15 minute yes. things. Yes. And then this came out and it was a half hour. And I was like, well, I enjoyed about half of that. That would be a great. They should they should edit that down to the fifteen minutes like the other shows that are on right now. No, 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 no. There's a reason why Venture Brothers has continued on, and all of those other things you just mentioned are, are gone. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is still going. It's first of all, Aqua right. Teen Hunger Force. They brought it back. Yeah, so true. it was that's gone. True. That's true. And you know what? Nobody's watching it now. Not even me. See, you're correct. <laughs> so, so no, Venture Brothers is. You know, you watch the first half an hour, maybe the first few couple of shows yeah. for the riff on Johnny Quest yeah. that it is, right? And then you take in all of the other riffs of like the whole spy genre, that yeah, whole genre yeah, yeah, yeah. that they're doing, yeah. right? So you get into that. And then there's also like super villainy That's with, the their, with their... As um, it grows in its mythology... And they start poking funds at supervillains, superheroes, all the other spy spy movies, and, and, mm -hmm. and just everything else. The 
internal mythology mm-hmm. of the story just grows until, yes, I'll admit, by now it's like maybe in its fifth season, mm-hmm. it's still a great show, but you really do have to be steeped in its history yeah, you to can't get just jump in. some of its references. Yeah. So, um, so you can watch it and be like, oh, this is kind of cool. But if you've been watching it, you're like, oh, my God, this is insane. Okay. Because it'll totally rework stuff that you you thought from season two. Now in season five, it's like, oh, I'm looking at it totally different. But you know what? It still kind of makes sense. And it's still funny, freaking fucking hilarious. Okay. It's such a good show. I'm probably more, uh, I'm probably more, what's the word, likely to re-watch um, that show than I am Bojack. Yes, because Bojack... This one seems more up my alley. Bo- and Bojack will... Bojack, there are some episodes where it will suck your soul because yeah. it is a dark hole that it goes mm-hmm. into. Johnny... I mean, Johnny Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Venture Brothers is just insane upon insane. Okay. It is so... It is It is such a thrill. I love that. I love that show. Wow, we, I don't think we've ever discussed it. Oh, it's such a good show, man. Oh, the monarch. Once you get to know their arch villain, the monarch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Every show, he he just comes on with his eyebrows. He's like, it's the monarch. I'm like, oh my god. Is he? The, is he the one who's got Doctor Girlfriend? Yes, Doctor Girlfriend. Who talks honey, like this, honey? Yeah. <laughs> The deadly, the deadly candido. So, I think, oh I think what I wanted out of it was something akin to the tick. It's better than the tick, but it is along those same lines. Yeah, but it's, but it's, it's the tick done. It's the, you know what? It, it's the tick uninterrupted. Because I think what is the problem with the tick and why the tick never really lasts is because a lot of people think they know what the tick is and mm-hmm. they want to get their hands all in there and they don't just don't leave it to the creator, yeah. Ben Edlund, ben Edlund yeah. to to just be himself and create his own world. Yeah. Adventure Brothers, Cartoon Network, they do not bother those guys at all. Yeah. They are free to just go and do their thing. They they go off, they, they'll come up with like a good 10 solid episodes and then they're gone for two years and then they come back with another 10 episodes All and right. you're like oh man it's been two years but I'm right here <laughs> oh my god it's so okay good. see now I'm excited to try that one you've got it you, right. you have to at least watch okay how many episodes would you say you've watched three you've watched three okay alright I, I don't understand how you can't. You, the first episode when, when he's got the, the deadly cathedral. That's oh my god it's so funny but anyway you have to watch the first season. Okay, the whole season. How the, many episodes is that? That's maybe like 10? 13 episodes. Okay. 10, right. 13 episodes. All right. And it's in a half hour? It's half an hour. Okay. You have to watch that. All if right. you don't like it after that, okay, that's okay. fine. All right. But you have to watch Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When someone is recommending a show to you, mm-hmm. what is your time limit on... Trying it out. When someone says, listen, I know it's a slow build, but all you got to do is watch the first four, four seasons of one-hour episodes, <laughs> and then it really starts paying off. Well, like... Four you, seasons is way too Well, I, I'm trying to... What, what was that? Someone had said that to me. I think it was maybe about one of the Star Wars animated shows. Like, yeah, the first two seasons are great, but man, season three really really gets going. I'm like, we don't, well... I'm not going to watch 22. See, it, that's fair. However... I don't know, maybe this wasn't Star Wars you're thinking of. 
Star Trek, hmm. especially the um, the Next Generation. Hmm. First two seasons, <gasps> yeah, they're real rough. But if you get into the third season, mm-hmm. it really starts being good. Here's the thing about that, though. And I don't know, and, and maybe this isn't what you were talking about, but with Star Trek, you literally, especially that show, you literally can go to the third episode, the third season, mm-hmm. and start there. Oh, yeah? You know, I mean, maybe you, if you want to watch one episode, maybe the, the premiere just so that you know who the characters the are. The setup of the meet. Yeah. Thing. Other than that, once you and then just skip right to the third episode, third season, season yeah. right? May if there's any episodes to watch in between, somebody maybe point out one or two. There's one where one big cast member dies, just so you can know how that person died. But other than that, just go right to the third season and just keep it moving from there, yeah, right? Maybe even not even third season, maybe second half of the second season, right? Uh, yeah, because I think the second season ends with a cliffhanger. So the, the second half of the second season. From there, yeah, good stuff. Um, but but for me, like if somebody's recommending something to me, like I'm going to try and give a show what I consider is their first story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to at least try and get through their first story. So, case in point. Um, everybody's been on me about My Hero Academia, this anime, right? And in my mind, I've watched 20 episodes. Uh And I have. And, you know, I see the fun of it, but the lead character is annoying. He cries all the time. He's a bitch. He just cries. And I'm like, yo, I'm sorry. This bitch is getting on my nerves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody is telling me that you have to keep on watching this show. Uh So I'm saying, all right, I'm going to finish the first season. How long is the first season of My Hero Academia? I believe... Like 22, the usual? No, I think it's about 23 or 24. So I've got maybe about five more episodes to go. All right. So I'm feeling like, okay, I should at least get to there. Yeah. If he's a bitch at the end, Mm -hmm. yo, I've done my work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe he's not later, but they lost me. Exactly. And God bless you. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna give uh, the show twenty four half like hours five more five more five more half hours I'm gonna okay. give it All and right. after that you know if, if I'm not in All right. because everybody like just is so sold on this show and I'm like okay it's kind of cool but I'm like uh... same thing I feel the same way about Attack on Titan everyone talks about Attack on Titan and I've watched the first two episodes and I was like I don't care I'm sorry. So okay, but here, so, but here's my pushback on Attack on Titan. Um, one, Attack on Titan, the first two episodes they are a little bit slow moving, a little mm-hmm. bit, but the animation drew me in. Yeah. So I I was on there and kind of like the whole world building, kind of like almost kind of like steampunkish look of their mm-hmm. of their whole universe and how they're battling the the Titans and everything. Yeah. I dug that. And Attack on Titans, I will say. As it goes on, it does get deeper. Yeah. The story gets deeper, okay. and it, do, it does become a little bit more involved. What I had to fight through with, through that, and I made it through with Attack on Titans. Obviously, I'm having trouble with My Hero Academia. It's a problem what I have with anime in general. Is it the voiceovers? It's not really the voiceovers, because while sometimes that can take me out of it, for the most part, I can get around that. 
It's that a lot of them, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them, there's a lot of moments in the episode where nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. Or people are just standing there and it's an exposition dump. Mm -hmm. Or it's, you know, you see the, the big pose coming and you've got, you, it's a very, very rote, very yes. formulaic. Yeah. And that takes me out of it. Yeah. And it's very it, that's why it's few and few and far between the animes that I really just like sit down and love. Like I recently just rewatched Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I'm uh, uh I started it months ago. You can't get through Cowboy Bebop? It's not that I can't get through it, it's that I got sidetracked. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. But cow, but Cowboy Bebop is good. I, 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 I just, I like the characters. I do like the voiceovers. Maybe it is because those voiceovers seem to match the characters a little bit better. Yeah. Sometimes they don't seem to care. Um, I, I, I really do enjoy that. I'm watching off and on One Punch Man. I find that to be very fun. Mm. You know what I mean? But for the most part, these things just leave me cold. One Punch Man's another one that I hope something else happens because I watched the first couple of episodes and I was like, he's so powerful that he killed the bad guy in a punch and then he's sad and doing his groceries. Got it. <laughs> I, I get it. I got it from the first episode. Yeah, it, there's a little bit of that, but it's it gets a little. It's better than that. Do you like any anime? Because I've at least named a, a couple. Of I grew up loving Ranma One Half by okay. Rumiko Takahashi. I really liked her Maizani Koku. Uh, I never got into her Inuyasha, but I really liked, I think Ranma and Maizan were my two favorites. And then I love, love, love up and down, and we'll always say this, Akira. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Akira. Okay. Uh, Akira is a classic, like just as a film. So do you um, decide more with anime? anime movies as opposed to the series. Yeah. Because I yeah. think I'm, I'm there too. I don't think I've got, especially with the manga, like even when you break it down to the manga, how many books of manga there are for a mm. certain series? There's like 72. Yeah. A, I'm like, I'm not going to read 72 novels. Yeah. It's not even like, you know, floppy. 72 of these is nothing. 70, I'm pointing at the single issues on the, on the shelf. Um, but like those... Yeah, those uh, pocket books. The manga is, yeah, they're pocket books. Yeah, they're big. Um, so, yeah, I think I like a shorter story. Oh, 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 I'll tell you what I do love right now is called Bakuman, which is by the same creators of Death Note, mm -hmm. which I never really got into. But Bakuman has enough, it's sort of a silly uh, outlandish romance, but it's also behind the scenes of how to become mangaka and sort of go to create your own manga and then start to get published by Shonen Jump and the ins and outs of oh, that's interesting. Uh, being manga artists and writers. So that I love. Um, that's what, it's got a hook that keeps me coming back, which is like, oh, it's really interesting finding out how one becomes, uh, you know, mangaka over there. Um, but yeah, I think more more than often than not, I try a manga or a anime, and I just lose interest. Um, and then sometimes the adult JD has trouble with some of the themes. For instance, a lot of my uh, friends and girlfriends were telling me to read uh, or watch Agami Gakil, Akame Gakil, I think it's called, or 
Kill La Kill. I forget. I was oh, confused. Kill kill. I was confused. Kill La Kill with Agami Gakkyo. Um, it's the one where it's young woman, a young girl mm-hmm. at a school. Kill La Kill. And her outfit is a symbiote. Think you know Venom. Yes. And. In order for her symbiote to get even stronger so she could fight the other symbiotes that are coming after her, it fuels off of the adrenaline produced by embarrassment. So the shorter and smaller the, the outfit. outfit gets, yes, the more powerful and the she more is. underage girl you see, the stronger it gets. Yes. Uh, and so I have issues with that. Um, that seems really gross and skeezy to me. Yeah, that's um and even like even if you say she's 18, it's still skeezy and gross. But the still, fact that she's younger than 18, I believe, she is. Really it, it, yeah, it crosses I'm, the line. Never mind me. what you know what the voiceover may say. The animation is of a younger person mm-hmm. than 18. Yeah. Um, you and know. there's there's such a there's a there's a heavy lean into drawing these female characters as young underage, even if they're supposed to be of age. They're drawing them to look like children, and it really it creeps me out to no end. So a lot of that'll pull me out too. And I, you know, it's the animation of Kill a Kill is it's is stunning. It is. It's so good. And they do that thing that I just it always gives me a little bit of a tingle when there's a, an epic battle happening and they're using such force that there's a slight quiet of their environment mm. and then there will be like a woof. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we've hit each other so hard that all the trees yeah. uh, a couple seconds later get knocked over. I like that sort of like timing i guess mm-hmm. um though it's a beautiful show to watch but i was just like this is feels gross i you know it makes me it makes me feel like the st- stereotypical if i may kid in the basement of his parents house watching gross things and and like being be a watching. dick on um on the internet do you know what i mean yep so, i agree with just, you 100 percent so that's what I have trouble with sometimes with manga and anime, but I do like some horror manga, Uzumaki. I like uh, Junji Ito does really creepy horror manga that just, I still have visions in my head of certain images that he's drawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's terrifying. So, yeah. But I do love Akira. Even even Ghost in the Shell, which everyone loves. I kind of watched that and I was like, what? Yeah, Ghost in the Shell is a little slow for me. Yeah, it makes me, it's all sleepy. When they redid it, I actually enjoyed it. I like the movie. I stayed awake through the movie, the new movie. With the Scarlett Johansson movie? Yeah, yeah, man, I enjoyed the Ghost in the Shell movie. I know I'm not supposed to, um, but here's the thing. Uh, I know everyone was real mad at ScarJo for being cast in that movie, Mm. but it's part of the goddamn plot of the movie. Mm -hmm. The fact that this Japanese woman uh, is... She doesn't know who she is. You know, Scarlett Johansson, as when you meet her, doesn't know who she is. And through discovering uh, her past and everything, comes to terms with she was a Japanese woman who was a vagrant, a gutter snipe, if you will. And um, Look at you learning a word. Yeah, I know, I did it. And, um, <laughs> and uh, finding out that the government took her and made her, uh, used her brain in the body of this white woman robot. So it's part of the actual development of the character, and she goes back, and I feel like, you know, spoilers, it's, well, it was two years ago. She goes back um, and meets her original, her actual mother and all that other stuff, and so there's a whole- that person played by an Asian actor? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and, and there's flashbacks to who she was. 
who is played by an Asian actress. Mm -hmm. So part of the whole damn story is that she is, she herself has been whitewashed, Mm -hmm. which you can either take the stance of, well, that's just a workaround, or you could take the stance of, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I happen to take it as, that's kind of interesting that they're whitewashing the character and making it part of the development of the character. And then, on top of that, my wife is Asian, so if she likes it, I feel okay in liking it. (laughs) I get permission. So, uh, yeah. Okay. But I'll tell you, in... uh, in advance of the release of the live-action Ghost in the Shell, uh, a local theater called The Colonial played the original anime film on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And me and seven of my friends all were excited. We went to go see it together. And to a person, all of us fell asleep and were just asleep through the movie. It's a very slow movie. It is yeah. a very slow movie, but... In advance to the release of the live action film, um, when we were doing Anime Wednesdays at Amalgam, Mm. we screened the anime kind of right reworking of the original movie. And that was met to overwhelming support by the audience. And by everyone as being, you know, uh, a fun time as well as superior to the original. Really? Yeah. Now, how do I find this particular Ghost in the Shell? You just look it up. It's no, out I mean, there. What, does it have like a new subtitle or something? Oh, it does. It's Ghost in the Shells. Ghost Protocols. I mean, it's something. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. Okay. Because there was a couple of Ghost in the Shell. Productions that had a new name, a new subtitle. Yeah, yeah they, and there were but standalone is, complex. Yeah, was which one is of them. which is well, I think like a sequel of a sort. But this is definitely some Ghost in the Shell something that is basically a reworking of the original, and okay. it is it's superior. It's oh, faster great. paced. Great. Um, the animation is probably not as evocative as the first oh, one, man. but it is still you know. Along those same lines. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, nothing's going to beat the animation of the first oh, one. Oh, goddamn. That, it's to this day. Yeah. To this day. It is, it's it's it, superior yeah, to a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's not the I've problem seen. with the no, movie. No, <laughs> What a shame, too, because I love looking at it. Yeah. But um, anyway. Yay, it's Brandon. (laughs) Hey, Brandon. What's up, buddy? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yay. Yay. What's up, Brandon? What's up? It's time for everyone's favorite segment here on Gutter Talk. Brandon asks us, where Brandon comes in and asks us all sorts of comic book and pop culture related questions. But Brandon, I have a question for you. (gasps) Oh, he flipped a script? Every once in a while, a script must be flipped. <laughs> Brandon. Yes. How are you doing? Pretty good. God damn it. Yeah? Man. Yeah. You doing good? Mm-hmm. How's life treating you? Fine. What do you do, Brandon? What do you mean? Like, what do you, what, what, what's, a, what's your line of business? Nothing. I work, I've been working in like medical records, but that's a part-time thing. Oh, really? I'm trying to like get into web design. That's mostly, like, I went to school for computer science. But that was like software development, mm-hmm. but I don't really like that. And I, in high school, I did web development, 
And then my senior year of college, I made my um, our like group. We had a senior project, and it was a web app. And I made the website, and I really like that. So now I kind of want to do that as a profession. Mm-hmm. So now I've been like teaching myself more and more web stuff, and I'm thinking I'm gonna like I've been applying to like web jobs, but I'm teaching myself more and more stuff to make myself more hireable. It's true. He comes in sometimes and he shows me the project, the the web page he's working on, and then I'll give him little things that I'm seeing with my designer eye. And in other good news, um, the girl I talked about weeks or months ago uh-huh. yes. wished me a happy birthday. So that's nice. Yeah. She she wished you a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Like on social media or. Mm-hmm. Of, like, the three people who did, she was one of them. So that's nice. Oh, <laughs> Well, that was nice. Did she reach out directly, or was it just, no. like, hit you up on Facebook or just something? Just on Facebook. Okay. Well, that was nice, though. <laughs> that was very nice. Did you say thank you? I liked it. I liked the thing. No, you say thank you. No. Especially if it's only three, then you just What do you mean, you. no? Oh, when I when my birthday was done, I liked all three of them, and that was that. You well, didn't, did you you didn't say them? thank you? Why would I say thank you? What the? F- they know that I'm grateful by the like. Oh, man, no, Brandon. No, they know that you <laughs> saw it by the like. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're grateful. I guess. And if you are especially grateful for her. But I'm not especially grateful. Well, you sound like it. <laughs> you just shouted it out. No. You shouted out. It was she... more because I was updating people on the situation. <laughs> okay. Uh, you mean, and by situation, you mean non-situation? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, because the get, last time I talked to birthday? you guys about it, uh, November 15th, so like right. two weeks ago. Uh, I might be too late to say thank you now. Yeah, no. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I still would, but anyway. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. What'd you do for your oh, birthday? Oh, you fucking thank him. I watched movies. I watched the Harry Potter movies, because the next one was coming out the next day, so I watched the movies all day. It was also the day of the snowstorm, so there wasn't. I didn't really want to go out or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are the best. Those are literally the only days I think that I have days off now. Uh, yeah. So when it snows to that degree, I'm sort of always thankful, because that means... <laughs> Well, I can't open the store. No one's going to be coming in. Right. I'm just going to stay here. And usually it winds up for some reason or other being Quentin Tarantino movies. Really? Whenever we're snowed in, Sushan and I will just put on Quentin Tarantino movies all day. Don't know why. What, The Hateful Dead? The Hateful, Hateful Eight? Eight? Yeah, Hateful Eight, Death Proof. You know uh, what you could watch hmm. next year? Disney movies, which is what I was going to bring up today. Oh, my God. You <laughs> just did it. You brought it up. Because I saw a Captain Segway over here. <laughs> it was a really bad one, but sure. Speaking, anyway. Yeah. Um, Disney movies. Yeah. Like, I saw a tweet of all the Disney movies coming out next year. There's 10 of them. Now, let me ask you. Did Disney tweet this? No. Someone was just noticing how many are coming out. All right. Let's go. And they're saying how much money Disney's going to be making. We've got Captain Marvel. Nice. Captain Marvel. Does it? Do, do you have dates? March 8th. Okay. So, Captain Marvel comes out in March 8th. Yes. Right? How much money do you think Captain Marvel is going to make on its opening night? I'm not really good at numbers. Uh, I don't really know what is good. You, you and what don't is know bad. what numbers are. Um, like I like I know how to spell numbers, <laughs> but only because it requires letters. <laughs> um, uh, what's a, what, I don't know. What's a good opening night? Yeah. Now does that well, mean opening weekend? Does that opening mean weekend. Thursday night, which opening is actually weekend. opening night, opening or Friday? Weekend. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, well, it is true. Um, well, that's another thing I noticed. Are you guys not doing the cursing thing anymore? I mean, like not cursing? Yeah. I, clearly, we're fucking uh. cursing. <laughs> so clearly, fucking no. Um, what's a, all right? What's a good opening weekend? For, what's a good opening? Well, I would say a good opening like weekend for a million? Marvel movie. 
is probably no less than $75 million. So I think I think there's a lot of hype for this movie. I think a lot of people are excited about it, men and women alike. I'm not seeing any pushback from the usual douchebags that we usually get of like, nah, it's a woman. <laughs> um, and maybe that's just, maybe I'm just not cued into that portion of the internet. But I'm not seeing that sort of uh, grumbling. Right. So I think everyone's sort of excited for Captain Marvel. I, I think it's going to do a pretty good number. I think it's going to be like in the 70 million... That's a good opening weekend, or that's a good that's a good opening that night. Good. That sounds good. That's a good weekend. That's, that. that's a good weekend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I think seventy Captain million Marvel, will be a fantastic night. Yeah. It's definitely going to do amazing, just because like it's going to get those hardcore Agents of Shield fans. Because I mean, this is the Coulson origin you story, guys. You and the guys. other two. Yeah. Also, you guys talked about how you thought Agents of Shield was canceled a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. It's not. It's and coming not back only, in the summer. Yeah. Not only is it coming back, they've also renewed it for its next season. I did. You know what? I do. I saw that after we said that. I went, yeah. oh, look at that. It's Which renewed I'm for two happy. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Captain Marvel in Captain March. Marvel, I think March 28th, March 29th is Dumbo. Remake Don't care. Dumbo. Don't care. Yeah, me neither. Dumbo is number 10. Captain Marvel's number one so far for me. Mar- May 3rd is Avengers 4. Oh, okay, that's number one. Well, Avengers 4 is going to be number one. Yeah. That's going to be number one. Yeah. And then. Is it called Avengers 4? I mean, no, we don't know yet. There's some things people are saying, like, maybe it'll be called, like, Endgame. Or maybe it'll be called like Assemble, like Avengers Assemble. There's a lot of ideas. What was the sequel to the comic book Infinity Gauntlet? In- Infinity well, War. Infinity Gauntlet was Infinity War. And then Infinity oh, Crusade. Right. Right. But this wouldn't yeah. work for that. <clears throat> Next movie. May 24th is Aladdin. Don't care. So far, this is two movies a month, by the way. Um, June 21st is Toy Story 4. Eh. I care about Toy Story 4. Yeah. I'll see I it. don't. I didn't want Toy Story 4. Yeah. I mean, I didn't thinking, want Toy Story 3. I'm thinking it'll it. do well. I don't necessarily care that much, but yeah. Um, July 5th, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes! Which is, That's yeah. number three for me so far. Uh, July 19th, The Lion King. Don't care. August 9th, Artemis Fowl. Don't even know what it is. That's a, a YA um, property. Yeah. Okay. Don't the care. trailer just came out, I think, yesterday. November 22nd is Frozen 2. Don't care. Oh, God. And then December 20th is Star Wars Episode Nine. Care. Well, Star Wars is going to be number two. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm actually... Although... Th- go ahead. I think Lion King is... Well, yeah, I mean, Lion King's close because Lion King did, like, really well. I heard, like, if you include, like, box... Like, um, home movie sales for a while, Lion King was, like, one of the most, like, profitable movies of all time or something. I do love that I original film. That. And the original film is a certifiable classic, even though it's a stolen story. But it's, what, at least 20-something years old. Oh, yes. And I honestly think that the um, <clears throat> because Jungle Book did so well, mm-hmm. right? And the, the, the other Jungle Book live action is about to be released on Netflix, I think, in a couple of months, if, if maybe not even next month, Mowgli. Um, that's going to be coming out. Um, I think that by the time Lion King comes out, even though people, I've heard people are like, you know, kind of like, like the trailer that, that, that I think that dropped just a couple of days ago, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, think people are going to be like a little little pushback on that even kids i think it's going to get a lot of people though because of like the cast like it's a mostly um it's a mostly black cast yeah doing the voices right oh is it i didn't even notice that mm-hmm. yeah all i remember all, honestly all i remember is james l jones 
Donald Glover. Donald Glover, Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh. Billy Eichner. Don't know um, who that is. Oh wait, never mind. He's Billy, Billy on, on the street. Streets. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Ah, um, the f- oh. Four is gonna be Scar. Yeah. Um, that's the one that's gonna get. Why do I know that to. name? He, he was, was Mordo. Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Mordo in Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's also in a lot of other things, but. Yeah, but I'm figuring. Right. Mordo, the black guy. You know, Baron Mordo. Yeah, I just can't find his face. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I got it. Go ahead. So, yeah. Um, you, well, you, did you see 12 Years a Slave? No, not yet. I'm not emotionally equipped you're like, right now. You're like three years. Like, yeah. When are you waiting? <laughs> you're like, not yet. Listen, man, that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna be a downer. Yeah. I have to steal myself. Oh, um, what's his name? Eric Andre is going to be one of the hyenas. Yeah, so it's got sense. like a lot of people huh. who have like big fan bases. I think that's going to bring some people. Well, in. When is that coming out again? Well, let me see. Lion King. Lion King is July nineteenth. When is Toy Story four coming out? I think that was in June. Yeah, June twenty first. So about a so month. A month. So a month apart. All right. So they may do well. I- Give each other room. Um, I don't know. I-, I still see. I see Avengers four. Yeah. Making all the money. Yep. Star Wars making slightly less money slightly less or the rest i'd be interested if star wars i think star wars would probably be number two but it'd be interesting it could be number three just because so many people didn't like the force or um the last jedi it also could be number three because it comes out in december here's the thing though here's the thing brandon i don't know why i got so aggressive yeah i liked it we talked um uh here's i but I don't know if so many people didn't like The Last Jedi or if it's just the loudest people didn't like The Last Jedi. That's awesome. That movie still made all the goddamn money in the world. But the thing about that, I think, is that people just go to see movies. Mm-hmm. Like, BVS made a whole lot of money, too, but then a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's that just calculates. It's true. That's more about, like, promotion, honestly, than anything. Plus, you also have to factor in, like, the 32,000 tickets uh, Randy bought. <laughs> True. So he, he helped buffer that a little bit. And you also have to factor in uh, expectations. BVS made a lot of move money, but it didn't make the money that it should have made. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing as far as um, people who buy tickets. Like Black Panther, so many people were buying out ticket, buying out theaters so that like, kids could go see it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that the same type of thing would happen for The Lion King. Oh, okay. I so. don't. I don't, I don't see The Lion King having... Mm. The, I mean, even despite its cast, I don't think... I, I just don't see that happening with The Lion King because it's not an original, you know, it's a remake of a beloved yeah. animated classic, you know? True. I think that, I think to some degree, while it will probably still blow up because it'll be The Lion King for this generation of kids, right. you know? Um, I, and I think that's the same thing they're hoping for with Dumbo, with their releasing Dumbo. Um, I don't see it having the. the Connecting with the African American audience, like Black Panther or right. Wrinkle Definitely in Time, definitely not as did. much as yeah those. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that happening there. Yeah, it's pretty funny though that all of these animated movies are being remade as animated movies. Yeah, they're not live action. They're still animated, like Lion King. But I saw it's still an animated movie. I know. I saw some people talking about how like maybe for kids these days like they don't see just 2d animated uh-huh. like for them the cg stuff is what 2d was to us yeah so like maybe they need that for them to want to see it yeah I, I believe it you and you know what say what you want man but uh the jungle book was that good that was really good i never man. saw it i saw uh beauty and the beast that was i think that's the only live action or i, I don't know well but i saw that's, maleficent 
the, and well, the Huntsman. Well, I don't know if those Yeah, but count. those don't count. Those nah. don't count because yeah. that's still, you know, that's actually more like humans running or, around. Yeah. But, sequels and prequels. Yeah. But, um, What's but, a new story? But Jungle Book, man, Jungle Book was ri- Jungle Book was gorgeous. Yeah. And when you think of, you know, coming, you get lost in that movie, except when, you know, a couple of those animals start talking. Mm-hmm. You, it's just it's just a bear. Yeah. It's just a big it's 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 just you know it's just Bagheera. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. You know what I mean? I mean it's really just okay. stunning. I'll have to check it out. Fantastic. I'm sort of poo-pooing all of these all of these remakes. Dumbo don't care. Aladdin don't care. Despite loving the original Aladdin, having the soundtrack for Aladdin and playing the video game for Aladdin. Same thing with uh, Lion King. I love that. Uh, these things just aren't speaking to me yet, and I don't think have we seen a full length trailer of Aladdin. I don't no. think we've seen a full tra- trailer. We saw a trailer where it was like the mouth of the cave. Yeah, that was it. And then Lion King was like, "I'm so in, yeah." And then it's like, "Here's a here's a little baby, right. Cute thing." Um, maybe but, if I see the full length trailers, I'll give a shit. But again, these films they're not for us. No, like no. Brandon said they're for the kids. Yeah. You know, you I mean? know, for the kids. It's it's funny though. These movies. Are definitely, I think, for the kids first. Latin, Dumbo, um, Lion King. Toy Story 4, I think, is for us. Yeah, I think so, too. It's, it's, that's really yeah, strange. I think they're, they're still going towards the people who grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even If not maybe our age, just below us. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Like me. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited like for Brandon. that. I, I'll see it's Toy Story. I'm excited for it. But there's a part of me that's like, man, you've really got to knock it out the box. Yeah, because th- and please, by God, this be the last one. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested because like, if you would have asked me like two weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna see it. But like, Wreck-It Ralph two just came out, <gasps> that's and right. I didn't even know, and I don't have that much interest in actually going to the theater to see it. So I'm like, maybe I don't know if I'm gonna be necessarily as excited as I think I am now. I'm not excited to see Wreck-It Ralph. But I'll probably see it. Right. I'll see it, like, probably on demand or something. But I, I would, don't want to... No, I mean, I'll see it in the theater. Oh. I just enjoy going to the... Th- the experience of a movie theater, for me, is still more positives than negatives. So yeah, I too. still really enjoy... Every so often, I get the shit heel behind me is, like, telling me what I'm seeing on screen and thinking that their commentary is hilarious. Um, but more often than not, it's... I love going to the movies. Yeah. I think what it is with Wreck-It Ralph, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing it, but there's something about that movie, and to a degree, the first one, which I enjoyed, that doesn't have the same timelessness. Right. Oh, definitely that, not. Uh, yeah. all of these well, it's very things. specifically about time. It's yeah. very specifically about old video games and interactions with new video games. And, oh, now they're in the Internet. Yeah. So eventually these things are obviously going to fall out of, um, what's the word? Relevance. Yeah. yeah. W- yeah. Which is surprising because Toy Story, which is about toys falling out of relevance. Yeah, yeah. But I, you still feel an attachment to it. I, well, I do. I don't know. It's strange, but um. Oh, nice. How I feel. Eli. But you know, that's life. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just got a. I just got a voice. Um, not a voicemail. A text message from Eli who sent me a message that said, thank you so much for egging me on to buy Murder Falcon. I promise I'll write an email to Gutter Talk for it. Nice. I've heard it's good. It's great. Murder Falcon is a bucket of fun. It's a new book um, by Daniel Johnson, Daniel Warren Johnson. What is Murder Falcon? I'm Murder Falcon. 
You're not going to like this. Murder Falcon is about a uh, aging, long-haired metalhead mm-hmm. who has experienced some tragedies in his life and has given up playing music for the most part. He was in a band, a metal band. But now there's been this rift open in, I guess, the universe. And Murder Falcon comes through, who's literally a giant falcon with a bandana and a giant bion- bionic arm. And all these other monsters are coming through. And... We ha- he has to use the metal riffs of the guy who plays the guitar to fuel his, his power in order to defeat these monsters. The face you're making is exactly the face I expected you to make. <laughs> uh, it's not for everybody, but I think it's a bucket of fun. Especially as someone who's just now discovering metal. I had my assistant Keegan make me a metal mix on... Uh, on Spotify so I could listen to all these different because I'm starting to find the charm of those old 80s hair metal bands and like all of the showmanship and the ridiculousness and all that stuff uh, and the really high notes mm-hmm. um, like you know what it is it's tapping into the thing I really enjoyed about this Transformers soundtrack uh, you got the touch hard metal yes yeah so it's it's that sort of vibe not like the dung dig dung dig dung kind of metal mm-hmm. it's the cheesy fun over the top metal that i'm enjoying so you know we're talking about star wars is coming out this year are we christmas time we were talking about it uh what's the, what's this one called uh just episode nine so far there's no title? Not yet. Not yet. You know they make a big production about when the title That's, comes yeah, out. Yeah, but I don't it'll pay attention be, to it, so it could have happened by now, and I wouldn't know it. It'll probably um, be Star Wars Day, which is May 4th. Star Wars. Nine. Yeah. Star Wars Day. No, Star Wars Day is May 4th, so no, they'll I probably know. announce it on that day. I get it. Star uh, so, Wars Day. Speaking of this untitled uh, episode in the Star Wars canon, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, fellows, I think Han Solo, they should have waited, or Solo, they should have waited till this Christmas. How, do you not fall into the... I feel like they... Well, Solo came out when? Last year? No, this year. Was it just Brandon year? says it was this year. I think it was I last I feel like year. it had to be in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. Oh, Quick, right. Google. I forgot about the, when this year started. No, it was definitely <laughs> You forgot last year. when this year started. It was it January. It still feels like summer for me. Because <laughs> when school ended, I like it keeps feeling like this, like the fall season starts when I go back to school. So since I haven't gone back to school because I graduated, it just continually feels like summer. So for me, it's still oh, May. Well, just you wait. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Solo would have done better had they put it out at Christmas time. I feel like three years in a row, they did a Star Wars around the holidays, and it has triggered a Pavlovian response in me that now when the holidays start rolling around, I kind of start getting in the mood for Star Wars stuff. Maybe I'll read some of the comics. Maybe I'll uh, read one of the books, the novels that I have mm-hmm. sitting on my, on my bookshelf. But it does. It, it makes me want to read. Kind of like October triggers all my Halloween movies. December, November, December makes me want to, for some reason, watch uh, Star Wars. Do you think it would have done better had they? Well, I think it would have had a clearer field from, you know, a lot of the big superhero sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. So it probably would have stood out a little bit yeah. better then. So maybe it would have been received a little better. Um, Is it entirely possible that they rushed out solo? And I I don't pay attention to release dates. I don't know if this has been set in stone for years. But I wonder, was it a response to all the negative attention that Last Jedi was getting of them being like, wait, no, here's this other one. That's the classic stuff that you guys like. I do feel like they did move up the date for a reason, and that could have been one of the reasons. So that maybe was a rush 
Like, oh, we're getting bad buzz from the white guys. I mean, but I mean, but it already had bad buzz. You got to remember, they changed over directors. Yeah. You know, Um, but I think the writing was on the wall with Solo in that as much as we were, we in high regard, we hold for uh, that character. Yes. Right. We've only seen that character as portrayed by Harrison Ford. And while we may say we want to know his backstory, we really only want to know his backstory if we could get a young Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford to play it. Yeah, so course. it was really a backstory really we didn't want. Mm-hmm. Whereas all of the other character, the only other character in the the main Star Wars canon that we all fall in love with is Obi-Wan Kenobi, who we've seen played by someone else. Yeah. You know, you can't have the original guy. He died. Yeah. But but we've already seen somebody else play him. You've bought into Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. You know, you haven't had to see anybody else be Luke or or Princess Leia. So to have somebody else as Han Solo, that was going to be disconcerting. You know, you really wanted a young Han Solo. It was a story that you really didn't want to know. You kind of just wanted to hear it in, you know, in exposition over the years. And maybe mm. you find out everything. Maybe you don't. Um, I think that, I think really that was the writing. Was, it was on the wall. Yeah, yeah. there, man. Yeah. Plus the trailer just looks so boring. And this, and this trailer looks look boring. Which I like Ron Howard as a man. Mm-hmm. To, what I know of the man, I like him. Mm-hmm. And there he's done some movies that I have enjoyed. But he is like a very one note, one trick pony. Yeah. In his direct. I wouldn't even say. I think the trick would be making movies. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a pony. A pony that like has a trick. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you're, not, you're going to see a pony be a pony. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also want that trony, that pony to do a trick. I think that Steven Spielberg makes quality films mm-hmm. that you go and you watch, but you don't walk out of that being like, oh my god, look at all of the pizzazz. Look at what a what an over that this guy has of of cinematic you said steven spielberg did you mean ron, ron i met ron howard, howard. Ron i met howard. of course yeah. i did um yeah i don't know i would say maybe even a little bit of steven spielberg they kind mm. of steven spielberg he's a little done, bit better he's done enough yeah that, you know but like ron howard is not a guy that's has some sort of visual flair yeah there's no there's no like there's a Ron Howard film is just a film. Let me ask you, who directed Seabiscuit? I don't even know who directed Seabiscuit. But when I, I think of movies like that, where I go, that's probably a Ron Howard movie. <laughs> he may have directed. Was Seabiscuit. it like War Horse? I've never seen War Horse, but I think it's probably a Ron Howard movie. Do you know what I mean? See, War Horse, I bet it's not a Ron Howard movie because from what I understand... There's a little bit. There's a little bit more going on in War Horse oh, yeah? than Sea Biscuit. Okay. Yes, but um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I so, just I just wanted to bring up the the thing inside me that yearns for a good Star War uh, in the in the the cold months. Solo came out May tenth, twenty eighteen. Just wanted to point that out. Oh shit! It was twenty eighteen. Yeah. June, July, August, September, October, November. That was only six months ago. It seems so long. It ago. does seem yeah. so long ago. I guess it did just hit. DVD, Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes sense. Speaking of that time period, God damn it. are you guys excited for Deadpool? Well, what okay. Was- so for for the listener, uh, basically, if you don't know, Deadpool Two is being re-released as a PG thirteen feature, and it's got a different this title. Holiday, and it's I forget what the title Deadpool. is. Deadpool Club Deadpool. No, no. It's, it's some Christmassy title. 
I can look it up. I don't know. Deck the Deadpools. I don't know. I forget what it's called. <laughs> you know but what? I just started in my head just said the Deck the Deadpool joke. Because yeah. <laughs> and the I heard the part of the reason for it is that they're gonna um the proceeds are going to charity. That is, is nice. awesome. I am 100% behind that. I think it's such a neat idea. I think Black Panther's being put out again, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's for the same reason, but I think they're putting that back out. And so, oh, so to finish up the oh, I know what to do the description. Um, basically, the they're bookending it by reenacting the Princess Bride bookend, which had the grandfather talking to Fred Savage as a young boy, and he's reading the story of the Princess, the Bride. Princess Bride to this child. Um, oh, and it, so they got Fred Savage to come back oh, as, a, as a grown man in the same yeah. bed, uh, but he's been kidnapped and taped to the bed by Deadpool. Yeah, they released a trailer to, for it. To it's read great. the story of Deadpool 2. What is this? What's the subtitle? I think it's called The Deadpool Before Christmas. That's what I'm seeing here. Deadpool Before... That doesn't sound right either. But yeah. all right. Well, anyway, whatever. neat idea. Yeah. Uh, I may actually go see it just because... I'm wondering, besides the stuff that they reshot with Fred Savage, are they going to make more in-jokes in the PG-13 movie referencing how it's a PG-13 movie? Will that make it even funnier? Probably. It seems like what they're doing is replacing anything that doesn't fit the PG-13 like rating mm -hmm. with new scenes. Great. So it's going to have like behind, 10 to 15 minutes of new footage. I'm in. So yeah. yeah. But you know what? One, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know... They probably already did this because now, because of the nature of movie making, they probably already made an airplane version of Deadpool. Yes. So that's probably what this is. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not going to go see yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not going to see am. it in theaters. I am. I mean, the whole idea of it being, uh, you know, for charity, that's great. But you know what? Y'all can just cut a check. Mm. Y'all don't really need us to go see the movie mm. if y'all truly want to give to this charity. You know what I mean? And then you can just do an Instagram of Deadpool walking the check into that charity, mm. and that'll get just as many likes as you would and, and, and follows as you would uh, with re-releasing the freaking movie. I think it's an interesting experiment, and I'm going to support it. Oh, God bless you. You Remind, to ask, remind yourself to ask me <laughs> when it happens, and I'll let you know how it was. Um, but I just, in thinking about it, I mentioned that they're putting Black Panther back out in theaters for a short run. And I think the reason why they're doing that is kind of to, as a primer, because, uh, and it, I might be overthinking it, but because the uh, Infinity War yeah. is hitting Netflix on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. They did that with Civil War, too. So that'll be fun. I w I'm sorry. I went silent because I was thinking, am I going to rewatch it on Christmas Day? Do I like? I really enjoyed it when I saw, I saw it twice in the theaters, but I'm wondering if I want to rewatch it again. Maybe you you won't, and I'm not even sure I will watch it. But I could certainly see a family. You know, you're sitting there, you're eating, you yeah. open your presents, and now you're just kind of like sitting commiserating with yeah, one yeah. another, Put it I on think, the throwing it up on the TV. I yeah. think they did it more for just the promo, just so they can say like, "Here's your Christmas present." Yeah. If anymore, but of not, course, people aren't necessarily going to watch it that day, but they'll yeah. definitely rewatch it. Uh, well, I'm definitely going to rewatch it right before going to see Infinity, or I'm sorry, whatever Avengers Four. One. Yeah. Yeah, I always like to do that if I can. Do you own the Marvel movies? Thank you so much for asking me, Len. I do, but not not phase four. 
four? Are we in phase four? No. I think phase like three. We're in three. I don't have phase three. So no. basically, what I was doing when they first came out, uh, phase one DVDs, I would go scoop them up as soon as they came out. I get excited. I rewatch them and all that stuff. But then I saw. Oh, they released a Phase One box, box set, set. Right. which had the shield uh, briefcase, and then you open it up, and inside you got the glow, the tesseract that glows. You press a button, and it glows, and then it had all of the movies as little files that were inside the briefcase, and I thought that was dope as fuck. And then I went, well, I'm not going to buy any more of these movies. I'm going to wait for the Phase Two, and then I got that, which was the Guardians of the Galaxy, the egg mm-hmm. with the Infinity Stone inside of it, and that was cute. So now I'm waiting ever so patiently for phase three to finish so that I can buy that box set. Cause now I'm just stuck buying box sets of, I don't buy box sets of anything, but this one is the one that kind of grabs me. Yeah. That's how I am. I bought the Harry Potter box set of the original Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to get fantastic beast like this year. So I, I could have it before the next one. And then I was like, well, no, but they'll probably do a box set when, all five movies are done, mm-hmm. so I'll just wait until I'll, then. I'll one one up you on this. I keep every time the holidays come around, I go, I and I, and I walk around, or even Black Friday, I go in and I see uh, the box sets of um, Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I see four, five, six, and I think, oh, maybe I should grab that. It's got the nice packaging, and then I go, well, I mean, if I'm gonna grab that, I guess I should grab the box set of one, two, and three, even though I'm never gonna watch them. I don't know you if should. I need they're that. Great. Should I get those? I probably shouldn't get those. But I mean, I should get them because I mean, you know, they're they're there and I should probably have them. What if I ever want to watch them again? I should probably get them. But I'm like, I don't like them. Maybe I shouldn't get them. So now what I'm doing is I'm waiting for seven, eight, nine, and then I'm sure they're going to put out a box set of one through nine, and then I'll just buy that. Okay. Well, <laughs> you do that. So to answer your question, Len, I have some of the films. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I. Used to own the Lord of the Rings box sets. Oh, did you have the extended editions? Because I had that. Yeah, that's all I had. Oh, those are good. With the extended edition. And they were good. They Way too take long. a very but long yeah. time. But then I realized, point there, Brandon. I'm not going to watch these again. I've watched the, each, each of them at least two or three times. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm not going to watch them again. These are literally a week long <laughs> movies. Yeah. Especially, and especially the first one, it's way too damn long. There is too much walking. Mm-hmm. I've not done that much walking in my life as they do. Well, that's in this why movie. they're the heroes, Len. Yeah, well. Are they? They're somebody <laughs> else's heroes before <laughs> I no longer own them. And now, while I do still have a few box sets and DVDs that I hold on to, I've probably within the last. Three, four years have gotten out of buying DVDs. I don't yeah. own any of the Marvel movies. Yeah, like I said, the Harry Potter movies, when I said I got the box set, that's the only box set of movies I've bought since I was, like, a child. Like, that's the only DVDs I've gotten since, like, VCRs. <laughs> so. You, you don't buy any of the Marvel movies? I don't own... Since, since Iron Man? I don't own any of the Marvel movies. And because if, you have Netflix. Pretty much. Do you, re- do you? I mean, have you rewatched any of them? A few. I've rewatched Winter Soldier because I love mm, Winter Soldier. That was the best one. That's my favorite. Yeah. I've rewatched the Avengers, a couple of the Iron Men, the second Thor. Why? Yeah. Because the scene where the where no. Mjolnir goes flying in and out of the, the that was pretty subway, cool. That was the best part of the movie. I just love that. Mew, mew. I, yeah, yeah. So I watched that. Um, I've watched um, Black Panther, of course. I own. I do. Uh, I, excuse me. I do own Black Panther. You know, 
<laughs> that was my first thought was like you don't even own black panther land and then i thought how racist will that sound if i'm like i assume that you bought the black movie <laughs> but good i'm glad i'm right <laughs> i do own black panther i do own black panther um and if i were to buy uh, any of them it probably would be um winter soldier and and probably civil war cuz civil war Honestly, to me, was the more fun of the movies. It's also not on Netflix. What's not on Netflix? Civil War, which really annoys me because <clears throat> I was telling you, JD, this once. My cousins came over and Civil War or um, Winter Soldier was on. And my cousin doesn't usually watch the Marvel movies, and she was like trying to act like she didn't care. But then she like, I like it was on, and she kept asking me questions, and she was like really enraptured, and I was like, oh cool, I've got her. And so I was going to show her Civil War afterwards but with Spider-Man and everything, and it would have been great. And then it wasn't there, and I was like, I just missed it. Dang it. Dang it. I will say this. You just brought up another one that I would own. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. I enjoyed Spider-Man Homecoming a great deal. I like it, but I wouldn't. I didn't like it that much. What? So, yeah. That's good. Spider-Man Homecoming is one of the better ones. Oh, yeah. Top oh, three. Definitely. Top to bottom. I would say top top three of the Marvel movies. Yeah, but I can't see. I can't tell. I you don't just, know if that's just you. If it's just because I'm the Spidey guy. What are the three? If it's top three, Winter Soldier. Oh, of the Marvel. Black I Panther. Thought you meant the Spider Man. Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, it's top, it's top five for me. It's it's that good. It really yeah. is. Really is that good. And I don't know why, but I have such high hopes for Captain Marvel. I'm hoping it'll be in my top four. Same. I don't know what it is about that movie. You know what? It, maybe it's just as simple as like. Some of the scenes that are in there and the musical cue that they keep having. They've got this musical alarm thing happening mm -hmm. that for some reason gets me tense. And I'm, I really enjoy that trailer every time I see it. This is Brie Larson? Yeah. yeah. It, I like her. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm interested in watching this movie. Other than that, it, it, there's something about it that's actually leaving me cold. No! Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, right. it's not hitting me. I've always liked everything I've seen of Captain Marvel in the comics when she has the long hair. Like, whenever I say, like, I like the Black Leotard Captain Marvel, people always assume it's because of the costume. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I feel like she was a different character back then. Yeah, she and was. And I like that character way more. Mm -hmm. So if this is like that, then I'm really excited. Okay. <clears throat> I'll tell you, that, that, I mean, it's not a bad costume. Yeah. It's a little I mean, showy. Right. It's a little showy. I didn't showy. find it to be, I mean, it it's, depends it's on the artist's time. Yeah. But I didn't find it to be showy. Because it really, it, I mean, it's a, it's a bodysuit. And thigh it's high. It's a leotard. Okay. Right? Is that what? What is it? It's basically a bathing suit. It's yeah. basically a bathing suit, but it's not like. Because there's no leggings. It's literally like. I'm going to cover up down to my boots. vagina. It's and then thigh high boots. I mean. Which are ridiculous. <laughs> to me, it's not as showy as Wonder Woman's. Wonder Woman's is far I mean, more I showy. Wonder Woman is that great either, though. Well, no, it's not. I think. I, I think I'm all for, like. Like, you can make a character like look good without being like overly. sexualized yeah and i yeah. feel like this was a little more in that category yeah um so are we done with all that sure but while we're on the, the movie tip i was flabbergasted to find venom is still making money i know i i like backed the movie when it came out because i was like you were a fan when the movie was about to hit i went i don't i don't know if i'm going to care about this i'll go see it because i'm contractually obligated oh. by my dna to go see these things but when i went and saw it i came out and i was like nah guys you should go see it it's fun mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a bit of a romp 
Uh, and now it's still a romp, you say. It's 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 a madcap romp, I say. Uh, it's still making money, and it's defeated. Um, not only has it defeated Doctor Strange, which sort of surprised me, but also was Doctor Strange, so I don't know how surprised I was. But it's also defeated Wonder Woman. That's understandable to me. What? Because, I mean, I'm not saying it's better than Wonder Woman, but a lot of people have been burned on DC and just didn't want to see it because it was DC. I see. And a lot I of see. people, I think, just aren't interested that much in Wonder Woman that much as mm-hmm. a character. So, But you think people are more interested as Venom in Venom as a character than they are Wonder Woman as a I character? I think people are interested in... For one, they saw him in Spider-Man 3. So if they liked that... Like, they at least have like some recognition with it already. Yeah. There's that. Also... They just wanted an R-rated superhero movie like Deadpool. So there's that. But they didn't get one. They got an uh, PG-13. They wanted, I guess, a horror movie, though. And they know Spider-Man. So some people might think it's related to Spider-Man. Yeah. And might have been tricked that way. And then I think some people might have thought it was something else, maybe. Like, the trailers might have misled them. And to your point, especially the Spider-Man connection... You know, um, versus the Wonder Woman connection, there are more Marvel heads than there are Wonder Woman fans. True. So the Marvel True. heads are just are just going to go for anything Marvel. There's a ton of people that don't even know that that's that, not that's know, not a, a, an official Marvel film. That's true. Yeah, I think I think you know I have to take myself out of these conversations and go. What would my mom think? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. And there's a lot of things that I have to explain to her. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just. I, but to the, the, the think that it's made what like over 800 million worldwide now. 733, I think, is that. It's and Wonder Woman made seven 723, I believe, is the number, and Wonder Woman did 721. It's somewhere like that. It's. I mean, hey. But. God bless them. Yeah, I remember, I remember really pulling for Wonder Woman and being like, oh, I hope it does well. I hope it does well. But then with this one, I'm kind of like, oh, you're still, you're still going? Look at this little guy still going. Because you've seen both um, Venom and Wonder Woman. Did you see Venom, yeah. um, Brandon? Saw, okay, yeah. you both can see because I haven't seen Venom. Oh. Hmm. But Venom strikes me versus Wonder Woman as the funner movie. Yes. Yes, you are correct. Um, Wonder Woman is a heavier film. Uh, there are there is some humor to it. There's some humor, yes. Um, but overall, it is a more serious film. Uh, they both suffer from the same shitty ending, mm-hmm. in that oh, it's yeah. a CGI fest of right. s- slugging it out. Uh, I think one. I think. It's kind of hard to say which one's the worst ending because Venom. well you've got Wonder Woman where you've got what's his nuts and he's got his dumbass mus- mustache, mustache but then he's got his huge body. My main problem with Wonder Woman my main problem with Venom though is that I could barely tell them apart. Like they look the two creatures look so similar. Yeah. One is like, slightly silvery. Yeah. And the other one's a, a shiny black. Right. So it's very difficult to tell them apart. I would have said, and this this is something they could have done in post, I think. I mean, not knowing that much about CG. I feel like they could have just altered the coloring and made it stand out more. Right. But I also, I think maybe they wanted to avoid anti-Venom comparisons mm-hmm. from comic fans. Yeah. Because they made him like silvery or white, then he looks just like anti-Venom. Yeah. Something tells me that Sony wasn't thinking that this is deep possible. about yeah. it. Yeah, I think they were just like, but... um. It's hard to say which one's worse. I was disappointed in both endings. Sure. But Venom is definitely more of a romp. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's apparently the, the thing where he climbs into the lobster tank was mm. he just made it up. Uh, uh, which yeah, is I heard he was that. Doing. Was, he was just improv. So, Tom Hardy being Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, you can feel the fun that he's having playing that character as ridiculous as some of the stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Sony movies, real quick, I heard apparently they're in talks about a, um, into the or a Spider Verse two movie, all female cast. Yeah, Spider sp- female spiders, which Wh- is interesting. What? Yeah, so it looks like they're talking about a sequel to Into the Spider Verse, the animated film that's coming up this December, which I'm very excited about. A couple of weeks, and it's going to be the fe- there's going to be a team up of female spiders, like Spider Gwen, Spider Woman, maybe Silk. Uh, so on and so forth. Oh, I would love Silk. That's cool. So the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They're already thinking about it, yeah. They're already thinking about it, and it's going to be all the, the, the Spidey women. Yes. I don't like that. Here's my reason. He just hates these SJWs yeah. coming in. <laughs> That's not it at no, all. No, I know. Yeah, I we know. know. No. The reason why I don't like that is because there's a part of me that as much as I'm looking forward to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Wishes this was a more centric Miles Morales movie, which it may ultimately prove to be once you actually see the film. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Um, But the fact that they're already talking about the sequel being all of the chicks leads me to believe that this will not be just mostly a central Miles Morales film. And I would prefer for the animated Spider-Man cinematic universe to be centered around Miles Morales. I mean, this one could be a spider, could focus on Spider-Gwen. Like, this, if the first one focuses on Miles and the next one focuses on Gwen, I feel like that could still be a central, have, like, the central character of Miles. No, it's not. Yeah. If it's focusing on Spider-Gwen, it's not. No, the next one. Yeah. He's no. saying this one might be more centric to Miles and the next one will be centric to... No. Gwen. I don't like that. Okay. I'm going to piggyback off what you're saying, and I've, I haven't been able to pinpoint my feelings on this movie as excited as I am for it. You nailed it on the head. You hit the nail, right? That's the same. Okay, we did it. Um, yeah, when I first saw the trailer for this, it was Miles, mm-hmm. and there was like one second of Peter. Right. And I went, yeah, all right, so we got a Miles movie coming. I'm very excited for this. And then we get the next trailer, and it's Miles and a lot of Peter, and then Gwen Stacy. And then the next trailer is Miles... A bunch of Peter, Gwen Stacy, and oh, look, there's the Peter Porker, the spectacular spider ham. I think they should, if we may do some backseat producing here, I think you're right. I think I would prefer just a Miles movie with a little bit of Pete. And then the next Miles movie would be Into the Mm Spider-Verse. And then the third one would be like maybe what they're thinking about already. I think they're jumping ahead just a touch a la Justice League. Yeah, I think the third one could be like a Spider-Gwen solo, and then the fourth one could be a Spider-Girl solo. No, Why? that's not what I'm saying. No, what oh I'm saying <laughs> is that these animated films should be, be Miles oh, Morales-centric. Yeah. If Spider-Gwen is in there because of the first one is into the Spider-Verse, I'm fine with that. Like I said, if the story is still mostly Miles, I'm cool with it. And this, you get you know, you know get your little touch tones and your Easter eggs to everybody being in there. That's fine. But this universe should be Miles. If they want to have mm-hmm. another movie with Spider-Gwen, give her her, her own freaking movie, not make it the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Give Spider-Gwen where she actually belongs on TV, make her the TV show, and oh make Miles live in the movies. She's on a TV. That's show. what you. Do. That's what you do. But the mo- the the. I like the idea of these animated movies being a, around Morales, Miles Morales, primarily because if you you cast all these voices in them, then 
conceivably, this series can go on freaking forever. And you don't have to worry about the guy playing Miles possibly outgrowing yeah. the character. Yeah. You yeah. know, you don't have to be locked down to three films within the next five to six, seven years. You know what I mean? And you could be telling all these great Miles Morales stories. I agree. Yeah. yeah. That being said, I'm also very excited for Into the Spider-Verse. No, I am too. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like what what I don't like is this talk of that the sequel is moving away from him already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. When I said sequel, I meant it more in the Marvel movie sequel type of thing where like, but I see what you're saying cuz the Marvel movies don't have a central person. So No, they don't. And but but the main characters, those characters they get their own movies. Right. You know, Captain America's in every freaking movie, but there's still Captain America 1, 2, and 3. Right. That's what I was saying. I was saying, like, JD's idea where Miles gets a single, then Spider-Verse, then maybe Gwen got a single, then the Spider-Ladies, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they want to have their own little offshoot of, you know, a Marvel Universe so badly. I can understand well, Can you that. blame them? No, I can't blame them. I mean, this is making money hand over fist, and Sony ain't doing nothing else. And now they're working on Morbius. Yeah. yeah. With uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. Ugh, come on. Oh. <laughs> no, that's um, a loser. Yeah, I don't know how excited I am for that. I can tell you. I Not. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you did. Anything else before we split? No, he had something he wants to talk about. He wants to talk about Titans. I mean, oh, yeah. I I still on, I'm still on episode yeah, two and a half. Yeah, seen it, so. Two and a half to J.D.? <laughs> Listen, man, I'm a busy motherfucker. Also, I moved my television in the store where I was watching it, and I had it all set up all nice where I could kind of like, if there was no one in the store, I could have my seat back there behind the big the big happy boy there, and then I could uh, put my feet up, and I click, 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 and I watch the movie. But now the TV's at the back of the shop, so now I got to face away, and there's no real place to put my chair. I got I to gotta fix it. Because <laughs> I can't watch the stuff at home. I'm watching... True Detective at home because Why? I don't have the the DC app on my. Are you watching season one? Fire Stick. Yeah. Uh, I just started the, season one last night. Did you go to the tracking shot again? Tracking the, shot is great. Which one's tracking shot? Tracking shot is is a is a term for like a long shot. No, I know what a tracking shot is, but what what there's which an the episode shot? that's like it has like a either eleven minute or like nineteen minute tracking shot. No kidding. Yeah, and it's really great. Oh, that's nothing. What do you mean? What How are you long was the about? Deadpool? Did 11, dare, dare, 11 Daredevil. Minutes. 11 minutes? Have you, have you watched, uh, what is it, Haunting the Hill House? No. <gasps> There's an episode that's basically one long tracking shot. I watched Sabrina. That was I, good. I love Sabrina. Sabrina was great. I didn't like it. What? It didn't get me. What? So should we, okay, so I was going to say they should write in, but they can't write in in the next 10 seconds for us to talk. But you wanted to talk about something specifically about Titans that you wanted to bring up that JD can talk about. Well, oh, good. There were two things I want. I, yeah, we can talk about that. The main thing was the age, con- I guess, controversy, mm-hmm. um, which is that Raven's actress is played by a fifteen. Raven's actress is fifteen years old, and Beast Boy's actor is twenty three years old. Right. Maybe. Right. And so I'm wondering, you got what your your you guys' opinion on that is. Well, they haven't shown them. This is not a spoiler, JD, but they haven't shown them being romantic. Romantic. But my thing is, they've. I mean, I don't think they've shown them. They too haven't shown close, them do anything. But I just. Did you see the last episode, most yes. recent one? Yes. This one, I feel like, was the closest they've shown to them having anything. Right. But I feel like it could still be like a brother sister thing. But it's just that's where I would want it to go. So I was wondering what brother your, sister. Yeah. 
But, but that's because of the age of the actors. Right. I'm wondering what your opinions are. Because I think he's playing way. younger than 23. He is. He's playing like he's it. To me, it looks like he's playing the same age as her, which is why I worry that they would make it a romantic thing. I don't like it. I hope they don't do it. I think it's uh, it's it's gross. Yeah. I have I have strict things about, you know, underage actors and and even you know, I literally were talking about it before he came into the shop today. He was asking me about manga and anime and I said some of it makes me very uncomfortable because they're drawn so young. Yeah. Um which I think breeds inappropriate behavior in men. That's um, a problem some fans have. Like the uh the Boruto manga one of the characters is like 12 and she's drawn with like a very short skirt and like high heels. Yep. And everyone's like, why? I was talking about Kill a Kill. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's not like they're going to be showing them having sex, but like I think even a 20 something year old actor kissing a 15 year old is just, it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, I don't know. And also, to, I don't think I care enough about that relationship. It's not a relationship from the comic books that is so near and dear to my heart, like Spider-Man and Mary Jane, uh, Bruce and Selina, or even um, you Bruce know, and Clark Barbara. And, yeah. Even though, from what I understand, it is a relationship that has been in the comics more of recently. Yeah. I I, I'm it. more interested in Corey and Dick. Those that's the relationship that I take away from the Titans. But that's because of your your era of Titans. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cuz for me like my era like we had like I think of the Teen Titans show and those were the two main couples where Starfire and Robin and Beast Boy and Raven. Mm -hmm. So that's why for me like when I first saw it I assumed that's they would end up together. And now I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, so. I, I can't imagine that that's where they're headed. Yeah. No. Well, I, yeah, you're right. Um, there's a part of me. There's a part of me that is kind of like old Hollywood. You know, you you sign on a dotted line, and there's certain things that you are signed up for, and, and they let you know what you're getting in for when you sign on. Um, I do understand the creepiness of a 23 year old actor being asked to be romantic with a 15 year old actress or actor um so i understand that and it is creepy but there's also there is also supposed to be some level of you know suspension of belief when you when you're watching these things um so, I, don't know. I can't think of another example of this happening, mostly because I don't really pay attention to the ages of actors involved in things that I watch. So uh, this may have happened at like 90210. I know, for instance, there were, you know, Andrea, yeah. the librarian, was like in her 30s, late 30s or something when she was filming that show. And then there were other people who were much, much younger. So I don't know if that happened in that show where she was playing a high schooler. Much, much younger is one thing. But to his point, 15. Yeah. yeah. 23 is not the problem. This is a 15. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't know if there were underage. I mean, they were all probably in their 20s playing high schoolers. But what, what my point is, is that I don't know if this has happened, if there's a precedent for this. Yeah. I just know I don't like it. It's interesting, though, because I just rewatched all seven seasons of the greatest cop show of all time. Cop Hill Rock. Hill Street Blues. There oh. was, there was, I don't think there were seven episodes of <laughs> Cop Rock. Um, but watching Hill Street Blues, in the first couple of seasons, there is an act, uh, a character who was decidedly older. Hmm. Like he's in his 50s. Who, you don't see her often on screen, but speaks 
very, you know, lovingly of the relationship that he has with a girl that is in high school. Hmm. Um, and everyone around him is very kind of nonchalant about it. It doesn't really become a thing. Yet, later on in season one, one of the, one of the uh, characters has a run-in with like these, these cheerleaders. They get like, something happens to them and he has to take care of them. And he starts flirting with one. So much so that he like, like uh, has her come to the stakeout with him late at night, and what the whole the, like the face that you're making right now? Yeah, that's exactly how it does play out. Oh, like okay. he he eventually feels like yo, what what the hell am I doing? Yeah, you know. But there was a part of me that I was like, you know, good on you for feeling that way. You're one of the people that is. Very matter of fact about this old dude and this high schooler that he eventually, two seasons down the line, is standing at the altar with. What? Really? Well, once she graduates. Yeah. That's when he... Well, I figured two years later, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um... The... But how old was the person who was playing the younger person? Because for me, it's more what? about the ages of the actress and actor and actress than, like, in like and then the, the storyline. The yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember because, like I said, she was very, very, very rarely yeah. seen on screen. I don't think she was at that age, but I don't know. Because for me, I mean, I it, I'm not saying it's okay in the storyline, but I'm just saying I understand it. Like, Riverdale had a thing where, like, Archie was in a relationship with his teacher. In the very first season. Yeah, which was obviously bad, but the actual actor who plays Archie is, like, 20. Yeah. So it's less... Salacious. And also, it was it was played as, like... Her clearly like, pre like it was as a, like a predator. So yeah, yeah so it was played bad. for the ickiness that it yeah. right should. I don't know. Well, well, who knows? Maybe ultimately this may become a thing I in mean, the storyline. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago with Sabrina about her being the. She's the, a twenty-year-old actress. Mm -hmm. um, Kieran Kieran, Kieran Shipka. Kieran Shipka That's from Mad Men yeah. is a twenty-year-old actress. She's playing a fifteen-year-old, and there's like side boob and butt in the very first episode where mm. she's getting out of a bathtub and having a vision and stuff. And I was like, this is weird. Like I realized it. I actually looked up the actress cause I was like, is this allowed? And I was like, Oh, she's 20 still weird. Cause the character you're looking at is a 15 year old. So I don't know. I think it's also that she looks 15. Cause like, again, bring up Riverdale. There's like way too many sex scenes in that show, yeah. but, and they're supposed to be playing 16 year olds. Are they? They're people... not even 18 in the show. Mm. -mm. But none of those people look 16, yeah. so I feel like it's a little different. Yeah, anyway. Well, it shouldn't be, but it feels different. Keep me updated on the Titans. Eventually, I'll catch up. I'll also keep you updated on Riverdale, because I know you care. He come, My man comes in, and he talks about Riverdale, and it's it's so clear that I don't care about <laughs> Riverdale. And he's just he, he finds some sort of torturous pleasure in detailing all of the plot of Riverdale for me every week. It's so bad. Most of the time. I feel like it's because he suffers through it. I have to suffer through it. There was one really good episode with the, the Breakfast yeah. Club. was great. I love that episode. I feel like Riverdale may have, and I have nothing to support this because I've not watched a scintilla of this show, but I feel like it's jumped the shark. It jumped the shark in season two. And it's just, and everyone was like, maybe it'll come back to a little more normalcy in season three. And then that episode ended with 
there's some people and they're holding a baby over a fire and you're like, oh, maybe they're doing some weird ritual. And then they drop the baby and you're like, what? And then the baby start floating and you're like, what is going Wait, on? Wait, what? Yeah. And then it turns out the person who saw that, <clears throat> she'd been like doing Adderall or something. So oh, she was, it was she a hallucination. Was, um, hallucinating. Okay. But I was like, it was like, like, what is going on? Well, wasn't there an episode where one of them goes to the town that Sabrina lives in? Yeah. Last Do we meet Sabrina two. in that? Because uh. that was, I think, back when they were gonna show it on the CW. I think. Oh, so, the Sabrina show. Yeah, Sabrina was supposed to be on the CW. There was talk yeah. of it. Because it's, it's. I think it's made by the same people who make Riverdale. Well, they did a much and better job with Sabrina. I it's supposed say. to be in the same universe. Well, if it's on Netflix, you gotta imagine they probably got a bigger budget. They did mention Riverdale on. They have Sabrina. mentioned it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably got, like I said, they probably got a way bigger budget on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Than they do on CW. You know, CW, everything's got to be filmed in Canada. Really? A lot of the D- CW That's shows. why a lot of people left Supergirl. Oh. Yeah, because they, they moved the production yeah. to Canada when it moved to CW. Oh, jeez. It was like, yeah, we don't, like, all these extras, like, you know, <laughs> all we really need is to see the computers. We don't have to have everyone at every computer. <laughs> yeah, they is that why the back. office is always empty? Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. All right. Anything oh, yeah, else is. before we split? Real quick. When, how are you liking Titans so far? Surprisingly, I'm enjoying it. So am I. My only thing is the, um, I don't like how often it's focused on someone else. What do you mean? Like, we're on episode like seven now, I think. Or eight. And we so far had a Hawk and Dove episode that goes away from the plot and focuses on Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove was dope. Right. But then we also had Doom Patrol where we left the main focus and went to the Doom Patrol. And then we had the Jason Todd episode where we left the main team. And <gasps> oh, went that's to Jason right. Todd. How was that? Yeah, but Great. we didn't leave the main team. I mean, while you leave the main team, that episode, the Jason Todd episode, is Jason Todd with Robin. Right. So he's still with it. And it's, so it's not like you went on a flashback journey with Jason Todd. So right. It's diff- so but what I think, but like the main focus of the season is like the stuff going on with Raven. Yeah. And this had nothing to do with that. Well, it's a B thread and A thread, right? Yeah, and it's still with Robin. And that's how you do it, man. That's I would much rather see something like this, where the team is slowly coming together, as long as it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would much rather see this than like everyone meets in the same episode and now we're a team. Right. I'm okay with like different meetings, but it's like one thing. Also, next week we're then getting Donna Troy, so that'll probably be another. Oh, really? Offshoot. (gasps) And then. We I still, guess we'll never get kids. I feel like we haven't really had any hints of like Starfire's memory or anything. And it's like I feel like that should be the B plot instead of these Everybody like, else. little jaunts to other stuff. Maybe so, however, one Starfire is rediscovering herself through <laughs> Raven. Yeah. So so bits and you know, bits and pieces she's she's slowly pulling together. Um so I'm fine with that. I'm with JD, I like the kind of like slow building of everybody because you have to remember while the, the what's pulling everyone together is Raven, right? They all still have their individual stories, except kind of like Beast Boys. His is kind of like wrapped into Ravens for the most part. But like you said, Starfire has her own story. Robin, Dick Grayson is going through his own discovery because we they pretty much confirm what I said in the beginning. This is pretty much his path to Nightwing, you know? So they've all got their own little little stories. The thing that bothers me just a little bit about this show is what is Starfire going to change her clothes? She oh, did, which right? is weird. When? She now has, like, the, like... 
disco look. Because remember, she that's had like the a same dress. thing she had on. No, she had like a dress before. Okay, all right. But well, I mean, you know is, what? Because it's the same freaking color scheme. So right. Maybe that's why. All right. But she is going to change again. We've seen her in different costumes, like promo pics. Well, I don't look at promo pics. Yeah, so, yeah. me neither. I mean, I, try I don't really. Try not to. They're like really bad. So I, yeah. But we've seen that she does have something different on in the future. So yeah. I mean, I'm fine. She can wear whatever. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, she can. I'm, I'm, I'm you guys good. really like Starfire. She ne- she has not done it for me. Like I don't dislike her in the show, but she's still not like my. I just like watching favorite her. part. She's, she's the best she's, act. She's the best actor on the show for sure. Well, I mean, the first two and a half episodes I've seen. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um. I, really right. want a J- I wish we could get a Jason Todd show, honestly. No. After this most recent episode. No. 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 <laughs> I'm curious about no. what the the reaction is on the, on the on a larger scale for this show, Titans. I you know, a lot of people were poo-pooing it um at first, and I'm wondering if a lot of people are coming around on it like we are, or if it's just no one bothered with it and it's, it's not- like I said, it's out in that ether because it's on DC yeah. universe. Yeah. The stuff I've seen online yeah, is people. people- you're on Reddit. You're right. a Redditor. Uh, are people talking about it? A lot of people have been saying it's good. And then most of the comments are like, I didn't give it a chance because the trailer looked awful. Should I give it a chance? Great. And yeah. people are like, do you yeah. show up and be like, yes? Other people do. And okay. I'm, I agree he, with them. He doesn't say thank you to people that wish him happy wish birthday. Him happy birthday. You really think he's chiming he in on Reddit? Also, I noticed his passive aggressive little, oh, you know, of the three people who said happy birthday to no, me. She what? was one of them. And then you wonder why only three people say I happy birthday. I knew you were going to say something like that. No, because I, I didn't use even Facebook. know I was going to say something like that. <laughs> I don't use Facebook, so I didn't expect any. Oh. So that's why, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, Young Justice comes out in January, new trailer. Excited for that. <gasps> Ooh. I, do, I should rewatch all of Young Justice. Are you going to do a, a binge rewatch of all the Young Justices? Maybe. I'm going to do a binge. I don't know if the. I don't know if the. Listeners. The. Sidekicks and henchmen out there know this, but um, Brandon does like to binge all of the things before. Like he went and read all of the Harry Potter books and then watched all of the Harry Potter movies just because the second movie of the uh, Fantastic Beast was coming out. Yeah, yes, true. Um, so, I'm are gonna, you going to watch all of your Young Justice? You said probably. Maybe. I'm definitely going to rewatch all of. I'm excited for the CW crossover. I think I'm going to rewatch all of those. Why? Because they're. Crisis on Earth X is great, and the first one was pretty fine too. But it will not have anything to do. Yeah, with Yeah, but this I just want to rewatch them. <laughs> okay. okay, well that's different, because he stresses himself out by saying, "Well, I have to rewatch and reread all of these things before the new Fantastic." Oh like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that Brandon, anymore. You don't have to do that. You with Harry just, Potter, really I was up till like two, like every night for like a week. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> good, good. Is, is is your middle name Christopher Goodnight? No. <laughs> There's something else I was going to Brandon St. Saucy Jackson Shorts. <laughs> was that it? We got- oh, Tim Drake was in the trailer, and I'm excited. They say, like, in the trailer for young, the new trailer for Young Justice, it's like oh, all the heroes Justice. you want, they're back. And they, there was a clip of Tim, and I'm like, I know that no one really wants Tim but me, but I'm excited that they, Wait a minute. they put Tim that in there. Tim was there on Young Justice before. Right. Yeah. But now he'll be back. Oh. You didn't think he would? Nah, he wasn't really very prevalent. I was worried they were just going to. He wasn't prevalent. He wasn't. In the second season of Young Justice? He, he was, was in Nightwing. like one episode. No, that's... No, he's no, Robin. he was Robin. He's Robin. Right. Yeah, Dick Grayson But he was Nightwing. in like one episode. Like it was still focused on like the original team of oh, like... Oh, was it? Dick. Was he only in one episode? It's, I you know, it's he, been so long. I think he's on more than one episode. He was in more than one, but like the only... There was one... Oh, episode. I'm sorry. I didn't focus on him. Right. Oh, had, I forgot. There was one episode this, where it focused Tim on him Drake. and his team. You want everything Tim Drake, don't you? 
Uh, wait, what's your He's JD. like the Rolling Stones. He JD. sees a red door. He wants How's, it painted Tim Drake. <laughs> How's Jeff Kanata? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know Jeff Kanata. Now we're going to focus on your loves. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's just, he seems like a very nice guy. Uh, <laughs> um, can, we, can we finish? Are we done? Why don't you reach out to him? JD doesn't like us, guys. He wants us to leave. That's Why true. Get the hell out of my store. Unless you're going to gonna spend money. Um, so Don't you have his like email address? No. No, I'm not saying saucy. I don't just stalk people online. I mean, he probably right. has. You know what? You know what? Here, here uh, Chris, I'll answer this for you. Remember I pointed out. Don't you out, give him my address. <laughs> you you do that at the, the top of, of every show. Oh, I do. <laughs> um, remember how I pointed out how uh, one of my celebrity friends kind of like name checked him. Yes. On the special episode of Me Show Mission. And he wanted to know. I saw that he posted. He wanted to know. Which one of the ones that name checked me. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell him which one was which uh-huh. because, Chris, you're a stalker, <laughs> and I wouldn't do that to my to my friend. And I don't mean like you're a stalker in the bad way, because you're not. You're really just. A, it's a, part a, of your charm. It's part of your charm, but I'm not telling you. While we were recording this episode of Gutter Talk, I have <laughs> I fell behind on editing. You left and recorded a whole other episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I'm still in the middle of editing it. And I got a post from him when I posted Gutter Talk today. Where's spoiler alert? Yeah. See, see, Chris, you've got, you've got problems, man. (laughs) You, you really do have problems. Wasn't he the one? Yeah, that's the thing. When we read in his email, he talked about how he doesn't have any friends. He doesn't have any friends to have friends giving with. That made me sad. Do you have friends that Thanksgiving with? I Brandon? do it with family. That's just called that's Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I just do Thanksgiving. Oh, speaking of tweets, which we weren't, I guess we were kind of talking about tweets. Uh, someone had tweeted us today, Len and I, and it was let's see, I'm gonna I'm pulling it up. I took a screenshot of it. Um, no. While JD's looking for it, I just wanted to mention because Len brought up Geek History Lesson a few weeks ago. And, As um, a podcast that I enjoy. Right. And he brought up how they um, made Jupiter Jet. And they have a new book that's coming out. I don't know if the Kickstarter is still going, but they had a Kickstarter for it. It's called Science. with Just like just called Science with an exclamation point. And if the Kickstarter is still going, I highly suggest everyone go check it out. Because like one of the um, perks is like Tom King will like look over your comic script for you if you want. And they have like some artists who will look over your art for you and stuff. So, yeah. So if you want to get those things, I suggest supporting the comic. Pretty cool. Also support JD on Patreon. Hey, Patreon slash Johnny Destructo. So um, Brandon R.J. Payton uh, tweeted at both me and the Bat Tribble here. What's up, Brandon? And he says, brah, the Bat Tribble, Thanksgiving is just the 4th of July indoors. Uh, Crying, happy, laughing face. So last episode... um, Bat Tribble's uh, idea for a new, different, all new, all different, crazy version a of Thanksgiving thing. is we'll get everybody together and we'll have cheeseburgers and we'll have hot dogs and we'll invite our friends over. And I said, that's just a Super Bowl party without the Super Bowl. But uh, Brandon Payton is correct. That's actually just the 4th of July. 
Yes. <laughs> and you can do it indoors in November. So you okay. just don't want turkey, really. You just want to change the foods. I just, for the one day. And he no, wants everyone to eat I want, cold I want... hamburgers on a pile like they're wimpy from Popeye. <laughs> but with... Well, with hot with crispy hot, French fries. Hot crispy French fries. That's different. Because you, you'll warm up a burger, but you won't warm up fries. So you're going to make everyone come to your house, time. grab a cold burger, and then go warm it up for themselves. Well, no. The idea is that the <laughs> burger is not cold. It's, it's sitting it's, in a pile. It's on a warmer. You can put it on, oh, okay. you can put it right. on a warmer. Oh, but and then but the fries buns, don't work on a the warmer. The bun gets all soggy. No, it doesn't get there. soggy. I don't know. What, what are you doing with your warmer? Oh. What do they do with your... All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Gutter Talk. This went way off the rails. Oh, there were no rails. Um, uh, I'm Johnny Destructo. We're, st- we're streaking. <laughs> we're going streaking down the quad to the gymnasium. That actually happened in an episode of Riverdale. Now you can watch it. Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Why? You just told yeah. us. Thank you, Brandon, for joining us. You can tweet Thank at for me, having me at JD's Hero Complex. And you can tweet at me at the um, Black Tribble. Tribbles or at uh, the Bat Tribble on Twitter. You know what? I want to give a shout out. We oh, okay. give a shout out to JD's Hero Complex all the time. Oh. And it's a fantastic comic book store, people. You come here, buy your comics. But, but if you're in, in the need to get your quaff quaffed, you can go to the back of JD's Hero Complex to Star. Starshine Salon. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, as we sit here and do the, do this show, the 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 patrons of said uh, Starshine Starshine Salon that come out parading past us, yeah, they look exquisite. They look beautiful. And the thing is, when they come walking in, they look good. But when they come out, it's like they're going to a Hollywood premiere. It's a whole other person that comes out of Starshine Salon. They have literally the shine of the stars on them. Aww. I don't know what's happening back there, but it, 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 is, it is something to behold. Um, yeah, we've... Sushan and Grace are the stylists, and it's Starshine Salon. Uh, they are not a walk-in salon, so don't just... You can walk in and be on our show. We'll literally just put a mic in your hand if you walk into the shop. Uh, they don't take walk-ins, though, because they're so uh, busy. They're That's so right. Full up. They're, they're booked. Yeah. I think that... Didn't you say that like they're, they're booked to like um, the apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's coming soon. Thank you, White House. Um, All right. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later.